0: This episode is in collaboration with Parsec Sabers. Roll it again. Let's Who
1: is this Jedi?
0: Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Ahsoka Tanner. Riga, Riga. Riga. Let's see what knowledge is lurking inside that little mind Now tell
1: me Where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? So good Good morning, afternoon or evening Wherever you are in the galaxy And welcome to Star Wars Sessions Ahsoka Recap For the last time, for now It's Tano time again My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me as ever here in the cockpit of the T6 Starfighter, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there, it's Luke Bly, Master Blywalker,
0: how you doing mate? Oy, oy, Savaloy. yes not too bad at all mate not too bad at all happy happy ahsoka wednesday for us again but you know it's Tano tuesday over in the u.s yeah i was i was this close i was really close to just doing the like the 2 a.m thing and there were people on our discord and on twitter saying oh Yo, you got to do it you got to do it you know come come like midnight i was i was still on the xbox seeing like oh i kind of kind of power throw <laughs> nah i didn't did i what are you I'm now i'm gonna go to, i'm gonna go on i'm gonna go to bed i'm playing a bit of starfield mate okay a bit of starfield which is okay. exceptional you can hear more of my thoughts on that on the journal of luke blywalker on our patreon but mate you know i'm if there's been a recap that i've not just like not not just looking forward to but needed it's this one i think i need this recap mm-hmm. i need this discussion as therapy to kind of get my get my opinions get my feelings out and into the open i want to hear your thoughts i want to hear i I, I want to i want to digest all of it and i want to pick it apart i want to yeah i can't wait mate i cannot wait to get into this
1: okay he's like a beautiful british sponge absorbing all of that goodness uh mate i was nearly up at two well i was almost up at two i had a late night last night so i thought should i just stay up and watch ahsoka at 2 a.m but it's not as magic to me as waking up early Mm. getting your tea and toast ready watching it and then literally reacting we do these not long after the episode drops and and it is a reaction if i watch it last night i've got all night and all morning to think about it and formulate stuff and it's cool maybe some of my thoughts would be a little bit more complete but it's not what the recaps are about mate so we are here to give you guys our pure reactions and we want to start by acknowledging for the final time on these recaps the WGA and SAG after strikes. And that without the labour of the writers and actors currently on strike, now just the actors, I say thankfully, but you know, let's get that deal done. Without their uh, labour, Star Wars Ahsoka would not exist. And we feel that by discussing this show, it celebrates the work that everyone on the production did without undermining our continued support for those still on strike. Now, let's talk about the show that these guys worked so hard to give us. If you haven't seen the season finale, this is probably the most important recap to tell you this, but we go full spoiler on these recaps. If you haven't seen the finale of season slash series one of Ahsoka, we are going to spoil every single bit of it. So go and watch it on Disney+. Plus. It's about 45 minutes, give or take without the credits. Check it out. Come back and listen to what we have to say. You have been warned. We are diving in right now. Part 8, The Jedi, The Witch, and The Warlord. Mm. Well, that's inspired by... Uh, <laughs> it's directed by Rick Famuyiwa. Some would say The Goat, and it was released on 4th of October, 2023. If you're new to the recaps, welcome. We always start with our top-level thoughts and opinions on the episode before diving uh, more deeply into it. So, Lukey Boy, the finale, we're here finally. What do you think of it?
0: Oh, mate. um I've got mixed feelings on this one. I've mixed feelings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel uh, similar to how I felt when I came out of uh, The Last Jedi. Oh, <laughs> 2017 Jedi reference. Yeah, there's a lot of Last Jedi in this, but I. Yeah, I, I have mixed feelings. Listen, it's chalk and cheese. I think this feels more light-hearted and more cozy in some ways. There is a lot to love in this episode, and there's a lot that I did love in this episode. But there are other things that have just kind of left me scratching my head thinking, what? <laughs> what? what <laughs> uh and that's that's you know that's why i said i'm i'm really looking forward to just diving in and seeing you know your thoughts and i i i think kind of trying to pick apart this episode and 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 see the deeper meanings in it and and yeah whatnot but right now i've got i've got mixed feelings it's not perfect by any means there's some great points but i have my issues let me throw it over to you what 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 are you thinking? Did you love it? Well, most things I um, you
1: know you know me, I love it. But did yeah. I, I love this episode? Annoyingly, annoyingly, I'm almost on the same page as you are. I wanted to <laughs> be the contrarian here. I thought it <laughs> like, listen, yeah, you I, I wanna say up straight top, I liked the episode. Yeah, I liked the episode. It was good episode. It was fine. But that is where it kind of stops for me. I just thought it was fine. You know, I thought the the, the build-up we got and the weirdness and the wonder that we'd seen I think the season almost peaked a few episodes ago. And now we're we're at the point where we are now, where it's clearly, clearly setting up a season two or the continuation. And that is one of my big bugbears, is that you you can set up a season two or you can set up Mando's season four, whatever, to take the baton. But I also would like a little bit of closure sometimes. And I don't think we got that with this episode. Now I can hear the sound of a thousand voices screaming in terror at me saying, what? You knew it is an ongoing story. I know that. And I love me some canon, but I just felt like there was too many <laughs> open-ended things here. But were there good moments throughout? Yeah, there was, there were some really cool moments throughout this. There was a couple, which um, are almost standouts for the season. And overall, whilst I felt a little bit flat at the end of it, kind of like, okay, that was cool. When's the finale? I, I did enjoy it. I didn't dislike it. There wasn't anything I don't think which I thought, oh, that's just not good. I think it was just kind of similarly to Mando season two finale, but just not quite as eclectic. I think that episode is a really cool Mando episode. And then you get the end with Papa Luke Skywalker turning up. I feel like this almost felt similar, but it just didn't have that payoff where everything yeah. leading up to the finale was, was a good episode of Ahsoka, but it just didn't give me that punch. Now there were a few moments in that ending, which I did think were very interesting, but overall, I liked it, but I can't help feeling a little bit flat coming out of it, mate.
0: Yes, 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 yes. I. <laughs> it is annoying that we see eye to eye so often. <laughs> sometimes, I mean, we don't always, right? We don't no, always. No, no. And long term, we don't talk before. We don't talk before no. the
1: recaps, guys. If you're new, we. Well, I don't know what Luke thinks. He doesn't know what I think. I don't even no. know what the world thinks. Luke doesn't know what social media thinks either. It we're we, we're naked to the opinions of others here. So um, this is going to be interesting.
0: I've I've got to be completely honest. I did have uh, a scroll on X or Twitter mm. between between work before allow record, re- recording this, just because I was like, oh, it, like, I've not got enough time to record the recap yet. But I've got a break to let me see what people are saying. Right, just What's just journal? because we're recording a, a little bit yeah. later than, and the the consensus is really mixed, mate. There are a lot of people huh. that are going, oh. Best episode yet. And I'm like, hang on. It's what? classic in it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And but then there are some people who are really like grossly disappointed. I think a few people are confused. I think some people just it like waiting to see kind of what what inspires them and to see yeah. you know what 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 time does and sometimes time's a great healer but also time can let you re- really just meditate on something let it sink in and uh, that's what i think that that <laughs> even i'm going to be doing not just in the coming days but coming weeks as well probably um uh, mm-hmm. but this is i'll say this ahsoka season one has been all in all fantastic in my books the lead up to this episode was incredibly consistent with with a, a wee a, you know a wee dip in the last episode or two um coming into the finale it just it didn't always land for me mate you know there were so many there are so many questions that have gone just completely unanswered um but um, I, I also wrote down in my notes you know that this is obviously a conscious decision. You know, someone has decided yes. to go, we can't answer all these right now. And, we, and looking back, we kind of probably knew that that was going to be the case, right? When you look at how many loose threads there were in the past episodes, you know, it wasn't all going to be just wrapped up with a nice little, you know, bow, was it? In the last episode of ahsoka season one this is a shared universe a shared narrative mm-hmm. going in one traje- trajectory um and i think in in some ways it was just the feeling it didn't always feel like a finale it felt like a mid-season finale or possibly an episode li- like it still feels like there's gonna be another episode next week yeah. I don't know about yeah. you. Like I, I, I'm still sitting there thinking, oh yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So can't wait for next week. What's going to happen? Like what's going to unfold? Nah, nah. And yeah. it, I think the frustrating thing is, is now through, you know, a, a studio's own greed, ultimately, you know, um, what when's the next chapter going to be told? Yeah. When is the next, yeah. you know? And uh, yeah, I think that's, it feels a little bit frustrating mate, a little bit underwhelming and and just emotionally at times a little bit flat, okay? I I, you know, I don't want to be I'm not one of these like guys who's like "Kathy Kennedy new Star Wars Disney Star Wars sucks <laughs> and blah, blah blah blah." Yeah, I'm not like that. This this season has had some absolute knockouts and so's this episode but just not all of it. Anyway, Right, I've got that out of the way now, mate. Am I being too miserable? I, I'm, I, I feel, I feel like I'm apologising a lot during these Ahsoka recaps. These last few episodes, going, I'm being too nitpicky. <laughs> I think it's because we, being you know, we, are we're, we're a positive show,
1: but we're we always always have said we're a balanced show. We're not just going to say we love it if we don't love it. if we like it, we'll just say we like it. But here's our issues with it, and yeah, me. Uh, coming from the criticism side if anyone's got a problem with that i'm sorry but that's just the way it is you can't love yeah, everything out the and pub. You can't yeah get, exactly see you later and you can't you know if if you do love everything a franchisor ip puts out then you know i'm c- quite jealous actually because you know that's that's a great world to live in but for me it's it's hard you know i, I don't i don't love everything that all the things i like put out and that's fine i'm happy with that i very, I very rarely dislike or, re- or actively not like something which is not the case for this episode but i don't think there's anything wrong with sharing grievances and that's the whole point and the beauty of conversation and debate is that if you you need to be able to see another side of the coin and if you can't accept that or do find average of it then see you problem not a not a a me problem because i've got things to say as well
0: and ultimately it's not that deep is it it's not that deep, yeah. Like we, and that's always <laughs> been our approach to this. It's like you know we got rent and mortgages to pay, in that right. <laughs> like it's not, not it's not that <laughs> we serious. want to have fun it's doing life. this, but be realistic. Yeah. It's not life and death, yeah. It's not life and death, and that's and that's part of the fun, I think. Some of the things that I love. Should, do you mind if we just start? Well, let's go like mad. Let's go mental. Let's go There's willy nilly. Be, let's go willy nilly, right? Because. If Let's I'm do. being honest, if we do, if we do it the usual way and just go through the structure of the episode, I feel like we'd be done pretty quick. I, that's <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, to to the ship they get to the ship. Ship goes bye. <laughs> that's, that's it. Yeah, I've watched this episode twice. You know, the first time in that morning, you know, I took a break, did some work, and then I rewatched it with subtitles. So kind of the usual. And um, I couldn't believe that last bit, of the episode, I could not believe how quickly it just went by. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, yeah, that's the end. It's You know, it really, really flew by. Something that I just really want to bring out, though, something really positive was I feel the duel between a and, and Morgan Elsbeth, that was absolutely sensational. I loved it, absolutely loved it. I thought it was one of it's it's up there with one of the best jewels in all of Star Wars. It looked really, really, really good in my opinion. Um, and that's like one of my first really good takeaways of this episode. So I just wanted to you yeah, know man. balance the moaning with the. <laughs> Little sandwich. With the positivity. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember yeah, in
1: Solo true. when Han looks at his good friend Lando and says, Oh, no, Lando looks at his good friend Han like we're doing now and says, I hate you. I know. Same here. I have that exact same note. I think that fight duel between them is outstanding. It is so well done. And the way it's shot, like side on samurai, so you could just yeah. see the full on f- um, fast paced choreography and excellent work from Diana Lee Asanto, who we haven't really spoken about at all throughout the season, to be honest. Um, mm. but obviously she more so later on, I'm sure we'll mention old Elsbeth and Rosario Dawson. I think those two, they duel off so well together. And they obviously play off in Santos, uh, natural abilities there. And it's just, it's just excellently done. Well shot, well edited, um, fierce as well, like really fiercely, um, mm. uh, fought, and yeah, I know I, I re-watched the episode. I've watched it once and I did my usual where I go back and look at the things which I want to pinpoint. And this is one of them where I went back and watched this and thought, do you know what? This is this is excellent. This is quite frankly an excellent jewel." And like you say, I think yeah. it's one of the best. It's definitely the, probably the best, actually, we've seen in live action in terms of Disney+. I'm trying to rack my head to see if we've got any better ones. The ones in episode four were pretty bad also. It's one of the better ones we've seen in recent years. I think only Kylo and Ray on Kef Beer on the Death Star Ruins, you know, rivals it in terms of ferocity. So yeah, I'm with you there, mate. I think it was an outstanding fight. It was just a,
0: like a visual feast, mate. It was mm. a visual feast. And blade, the uh the yeah, blade
1: of Talzin.
0: Yeah. the Yes. Yeah, so, the, the I mean, that's a great callback to the Clone Wars as well. Yep. There's a lot of Clone Wars in this episode and a lot of Rebels. Naturally, this is something that we've been pointing out throughout this season. I do feel like if you're a Clone Wars Rebels fan, this last episode would have maybe landed... Mm-hmm. a bit better for you and that's not some. i'm not a fan i love those shows i love 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 those shows i think what it is mate yeah people who have been listening to the podcast for a long time know that i am a sucker for a good ending i love a great ending whether it is mando season two i love that episode i i adore that episode kenobi last episode of kenobi fantastic oh, last episode emotion. of Andor, fantastic Uh-oh. Uh-oh. but andor has a similar issue with ahsoka where i would argue it's stronger episode actually comes before right in andor episode 10 i thought well, you know one way out the narkina 5 the end of the narkina 5 um, arc is it, it's absolutely beautiful uh, it's fulfilling it's it's everything but in hindsight, the the Andor season one finale also does land. It's just in a different way. It takes its time. I mean, the, we did a whole episode on the speeches of Andor season one. And, you know, you're hearing uh, Marva's speech. It's just, it's wonderful. It's, it's so, so awesome. Oh, mate, it's beautifully written beautifully written and the whole point of Andor. or although I, uh, something that i've always said is that last shot i wish they hovered on it a little bit more where kind of and Acassian's looking at um luthan. luthan thank you and lu i wish just luthan just looked at the looked at Cassian just like smiled or something like and it just just give us a few more seconds and it would have been, I think like, bet, more or less like a perfect sort of ending mm-hmm. for me here. There isn't that moment. Where's the moment? And I, you know, I know, we, I know we can go straight right, right to the end with a looking at Anakin. That is beautiful. The music mm. in it, beautiful, almost uh, across the Stasi. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Which is nice, but you know, Right. We've seen Anakin and we 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 almost understand it's nice to have the confirmation of well Anakin is looking looking over his is is not just his son but his Padawan as well, right? His spiritual daughter as well as his physical and spiritual son, right? But um I don't know, man. I don't know. Something's not something's not landed for me. Something's not sticking mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, I
1: I I hear you. You know, look, Ahsoka's got the chosen one and an owl, Moroi, the daughter oh. watching over her. She's she's got armor for days. <coughs> Excuse me, she's got armor for days. She's doing, she's going to be doing okay. But yeah, we've seen um, Anakin a few times. We've had those, we've had those kind of injections of Anakin. So mm-hmm. the ending, whilst sweet, whilst poignant, uh, and ends, you know, with a, it all fades away with a smile. With Anakin, really nice. But
0: yeah, that's nice. Pop, it didn't
1: pop. didn't. It didn't hit. Thrawn uh Thrawn obviously getting away I think we all knew that Thrawn was going to win still don't think and and I and I know we're going willy-nilly and we'll probably go back to a lot of these points but I don't think they did a particularly good job still of really explaining Thrawn and and what he's all about yeah he managed Mm. to get away today but I don't know if that was because of his genius or just because of the way things eventually just panned out. Um, like Ahsoka's ship, you know, it, it, the only way they could keep it up was to destroy the ties with the ship, which in turn caused it to crash. I don't think that was part of the plan. I think I they wanted to blow it up. So we got away more because of circumstance, I think, than actual genius. And it's still, I still don't. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to watch this as a huge Star Wars fan and think, oh man, yeah, those Rebels callbacks that hit hard. Oh, Clone Wars love it. And I also try to look objectively and think, if I've never seen those before, what what do I care about the reunion at the end? What do I think about Thrawn? Do I really think he's gonna, you know, bring a bring an end to the new republic, even though we know we've got the sequels? I still don't think they did a particularly good job of, you know, really elevating Thrawn. That's not Lars Mickelson. I again, every time he's on screen, I was loving it. I was loving him on screen. I think he I, I think he looks better and better as in terms of his makeup and that and as every episode goes on, he, he is the voice. He is the character.
0: He's just really, very are you talking watchable. about like, are you talking about like a game plan? Like what's his, well, it's what, not, it's what's, just
1: we, we've been told throughout that, you know, Mon Mothma and the Senate and Hera and everybody, they all look very wide eyed when, th- when they say, oh, Thrones Thrawn's going to return. Oh, oh, Thrawn, mm. oh my, like, wow. Like every, it, like the room goes silent. Like this is it's just, like almost as if Palpatine himself was going to return. It's made to be this huge evil coming back or this big villain that's going to bring an end to the New Republic and the Senate. And even Mon Mothma is like, no, 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 we can't let this happen. I don't think we've actually elevated Thrawn to that level of worry. I don't think the New Republic should be worried about a guy coming back in a battered old starship. Of course, Mm. they don't know water, whatever is in those crates and caskets going to Dathomir, but I don't think they've really shown him his tactical genius or his military might i don't really think they've done a great job of doing that um but like you said mate they're looking forward it's a continuous story they've got a, possibly another season they've got a film to do that i just wish we'd seen him i wish we'd had a moment in the in the galaxy where something happened which made the new republic stand up and firstly realize oh my god he is back and this mm. is what like somebody like zeono who's like we don't, we don't need to worry about that guy I think right. we needed a oh, moment where right. where we where we realised oh yeah you do need to worry and then the new republic right. themselves knew they needed to worry we didn't get that and you know it just kind of felt even his return felt a bit yeah
0: it, it almost like it needs another episode with Thrawn, <laughs> yes. like causing trouble in now you know the galaxy Ahsoka's yeah, yeah. stuck in the but yeah no I hear you actually. <laughs> I hear. You. It's not I a do hear you.
1: thing. He's great. It's just they. Ha- I don't think they've done enough to lift the character to the status that the writing tried to make us believe he was.
0: I mean, I think Thrawn had some really like epic lines in this episode. Some oh, really, didn't. really cool lines, <laughs> <He> and <did. laughs> uh, yeah, I like you. Yeah, I, Daddy. I really did enjoy really really enjoyed his presence in this episode and i'm looking forward to seeing further like iterations of him physical whether that's like costume wig you know and stuff you know just a few <laughs> refinements i think uh could could be handy um but i'm looking forward to seeing where this goes do you let me float an idea to you about this okay. episode Right. Is is it me? Because I did I did write this down, and in 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 some ways I see it, and in do you know what? I'll, I won't lead it. I won't lead it. Is this episode a little bit? I know. Bear with me, guys. Is this episode a little bit Empire Strikes Back? E. Is it a little bit? I think that's the kind of
1: vibe that they wanted to go for. Like overall, that yeah you know the the heroes have been beaten and the villain has won and i just didn't feel the the weight and the stakes says the word or the tension really throughout oh. i felt that there was the atmosphere was lacking there were cool moments but i never really felt like anyone was in any real danger any of our heroes um and i do think they wanted to sort of set up this um ominous foreboding like moment and the defeat of our heroes but that mm. was kind of ruined and I know at the end of Empire Strikes Back, you've got Luke and Leia and the droids looking out over the the galaxy, and you know a little bit of hope there. In uh, this episode, you have Sabine and Ahsoka riding their howlers back to the noti, and they're just smiling, they're loving life. It's like nothing's just happened. And I think that then there needs to be more of an acceptance of actually what's just happened there. I know for Ahsoka, mm. she's kind of she's she's of the idea that. They're where they need to be, and I could buy into that. The force uh, does what the force wills, but I think for Sabine, especially, there was just a too much kind of acceptance of where's Ezra? Oh, he's gone home. We're stuck. Um, so there's uh, it, it, I kind of think that there wasn't enough emotion in those final moments to elevate it to anywhere near like the Empire Strikes Back levels of ending. Mm. But uh, is that something you picked up on there? Do you think it's Empirey? Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I I concur. I think it was something that um, the episode was was consciously trying to, you know, strive towards, you know, an Empire sort of feeling. You could almost look at uh, something like Rebels and parts of the other Mandoverse as almost like a new hope. And now this is meant to be the Empire Mm -hmm. Strikes Back. Good show. And then... You know, we're going to go to party mode. Return of the Jedi, feel good <laughs> film of the year every year. Here we are. Uh, that's I. I just got that impression. I might be wrong, but I got that impression that at par, uh, at times this was a love letter to Empire in some ways. And again, it just didn't. It didn't always land. One thing that really did land for me was toward the beginning, uh, when Thrawn is talking to Morgan and morgan's actually i think it's right at the beginning morgan's like there's little the jedi can do to stop us now and swan was like well i remember the imperial generals saying the same thing about the rebels and it's it's just he thrawn never underestimates his opponent you know and in in with little lines like that throughout the episode i thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed getting more out of his character getting a bit more out of his game plan and really just his personality of yeah i'm never gonna underestimate these guys even with the help of the the witches which we will get to we will need to get to the witches right (laughs) he's loving it even with the help of the witches it's like he's He needs those guys. He needs the Witches of Dathomir because he understands that the Jedi and these Force-sensitive people were one of the core reasons for his downfall and his, you know, his kind of excommunication into a different galaxy, right? So he needs this other, like, supernatural force to combat the force wielding Jedi and force, maybe even someone like Palpatine, right? He needs, but he needs that under him and the witches serve him. So just the thought, I really, really enjoyed that dynamic between those characters. Really, really nice. No, I think Thrawn was portrayed well
1: in these episodes. I just think it's the the kind of the fear factor that the writing is trying to instill in us. Isn't there yet. I think Mm. it will be, Mm. but I I love the, some of the lines he mentions. I really dig when he tells Enoch that you know the the loss of the Tie fighters is an acceptable loss. Mark Mark the pilot for a citation. You know, it's very military mm. military thinking, and it, that feels very Thrawn'y as well, like very Zahn Thrawn. Um, thrawny. thrawn'y Thrawn'y Thrawn'y, thrawny, 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 thrawny. thrawny, thrawny. thrawny. <laughs> Zahn certainly feels Thrawn'y. Timothy Zahn, who I do, who, I, who was a kind of a, a background <laughs> consultant on this show, which has been reported before that, I, but I do kind of wish. Maybe Dave Filoni would get Timothy Zahn on just to write Thrawn because I think we need that level of quality in Thrawn's writing. But some of the lines though were very cool. Enoch, however, mm. Enoch just turns up and tells Thrawn what's going on, which is it, when when he when he turned up originally, <laughs> we're like, oh, doesn't this guy look cool? All he ever does is say, "Grand Admiral, this has happened." Grand Admiral, <laughs> this has happened, and that's all he does. I have not even seen him raise a blaster. But um, I like to say yeah. some of the lines when uh well, I put putting some out when he says to the the gang there will be no negotiating with the em- apprentice of Anakin Skywalker he says that line with such cold like, repressed like, almost like malice and fury i absolutely loved 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 that line and at the end when he's basically taunting Ahsoka, i think that's i i i enjoyed that you know the villain as is one and for for the first time in a while they're going to do a little bit of gloating um Tying into canon when he says, I know you, I knew your master. And he basically says, I knew what he'd become. And you mm. could be the same, obviously, with Darth Vader. I loved, loved, loved that. So everything that was throny about this episode, I really, really enjoyed. He uh, and a, another character or two really did elevate this, but just not to the levels where I'd hoped. I wanted there to be a bit more kind of whiz bang. Action, of course, I did that. I'm not going to hide behind that. I did kind of hope that he'd turn up to the established galaxy and just lay waste to all the new republic ships and then have yeah. them be like, Oh, this guy means Bizzo. He didn't, fine. I it's um, Bizzo, <laughs> not Lizzo again, but um, oh, uh, we didn't get that, and instead we got the calculated Thrawn, which I guess is you could argue is more in line with the Thrawn that we know, but just wish we had a little bit more but what what else then mate did you what's something else which you enjoyed from this episode because i'm aware that we are kind of pointing fingers here and there and like we like we like to do let's keep it balanced what's something else that you thought was pretty solid ezra
0: yes ezra (laughs) is superb he is is he really is cool he's superb he's a great addition to a galaxy far far away i love that the um yeah The character keeps, and I know this is probably like an obvious thing to say, but it's not, it's not always true for various reasons. But, uh, I love that the character really keeps its, its integrity and personality from the animated shows. I really, (laughs) really do enjoy that because it's still Ezra. Everything from him kind of just missing the ledge of the starship to, or the hangar, sorry, to, his interactions with Sabine and Ahsoka, even. And I loved, loved the lightsaber building scene. Oh, yes. And that tribute to Kanan uh, with Hu Yang. It's lovely. And he goes for a blue lightsaber. It was absolutely sensational. Absolutely sensational. I adored it. Loved it. The, the, uh, it. He's so likable. Ayman Sfandy. He's the guy who plays him, right? He's so ridiculously likable in this role. Love it. Absolutely love it. I, from the sounds of it, it sounds like you agree. Oh, you liked you yeah. liked Ezra in this episode. Yeah, oh, right, yeah. yeah. Like they, when
1: I mentioned about Thrall, and I said there was one other character, maybe another, which I thought stole it. Ezra, since he's been introduced, it just stole it. It just feels right, and he still feels like the kind of goofy Ezra from Rebels, but 10 years on, so um, without mm-hmm. the kind of slapstickiness, um, uh, like you like said, when he gets launched, yeeted across the void under the hangar, it's just as he misses, it's this kind of big, wide-eyed expression, which just felt so Rebels to me. Uh, it's the things he does with his hands, the way he, when he's with Hu Yang, uh, he's talking to him and acting and moving and his expressions, they just feel so and the voice as well, like vocally. And um, Taylor Gray did such a wonderful job with Ezra in Rebels and e as has taken that and is clearly been inspired, influenced by it, and added his own spin. And he's so fun to watch. And getting to see him um wield a lightsaber, getting to see him take some falls down, and especially that his hilt now, his the the blade emitter, is the same as Kanan's. Uh, mm. I thought that was very sweet, very cool. And it's like i you know, again, I've I've mentioned for me, Fallone is a little bit light in the writing. He's a bit like kind of like lucas where he he can tell a story but sometimes the writing is a little bit winky winky nod nod on the on on the nose but then you, mm. you get a scene i like guess where he's talking about canaan and uh how he how he knew caleb doom and things like that it's just it works really well it ties everything together but it's just really well written really tightly written uh, and it's a testament to david tennant and emana's fandy for for pulling that together uh, and also Natasha Leo Bordizzo in the background is kind of jealously looking on as Ezra's building his saber. So it all combines together to make a really cool scene. But yeah, Ezra has been a breath of fresh air and I'm glad he made it out. I predicted last week he weren't making it out. turns out he's the only one who made it out in terms of going mm. home. But I I now want to see him, mate, um, on the big sc- I want to see him in this Mandoverse film. I want to see him like, have a big moment in a film for us Rebels fans out there because um, the character deserves it and we all, we all deserve it we followed that show long enough I thought he was great
0: I love that we got a little bit of detail on Sabine's family as well we just got like further confirmation that her family yes. were lost on and the night, night of a thousand tears is that right or am I yeah. taking that from real life history I, no no know, it is definitely right yeah. sometimes the line gets blurred yeah, yeah it does. Uh, and Ahsoka we get that information that Ahsoka feared um the hate and hurt that was potentially in sabine 's heart that would effectively lead to an Anakin two point you know yep. so you 've got that kind of confirmation and I think that 's something that we we kind of come to the conclusion with in episode five in our recap there, that there was a lot of symbolism, a lot of, um, analogy in that to say that, yeah, that's, that's what that episode was all about. It was all about fear from a side. And this series is all about that. Those two now coming together and not necessarily having that fear in the way of letting them grow beyond that. Right. Maybe.
1: No, no, I agree, mate. I think that's uh, very well put, I'd mm. be wanting to ask you a question because I think I'm go I don't know if I'm going mad Ooh. here. You know me, Ooh. I love my law, I love my canon. It, Ahsoka's in the World Between Worlds in Rebels, and then she appears at some point later. When did she train Sabine? When did she get out of the World Between Worlds to train Sabine? Because they say the Night of a Thousand Tears was at the end of the war. So you're kind of looking around Return of the Jedi time, probably just a little bit before that. My understanding mm. was that Tano was off the board. This would. Uh, insinuate that she wasn't she was in fact back in our time when was training
0: have i missed something i've forgotten a crucial detail of when he came back yeah uh, so i okay so i feel that uh, i recently re-watched feloni's um breakdown of the world between worlds right and he re-emphasizes right. it's not time travel yeah mm-hmm. yes so ahsoka's, ahsoka's taken out of that moment but she is put back in right it's almost like it's the other side Mm-hmm. of a force ghost right an inverted force ghost maybe you could look at it like that And i'm just like skimming past that bit so she either way she would have returned to that that moment that timeline and carried on living her life right, right. she didn't so just, she just like, on skip
1: malachor and wherever it was and then eventually got a ship and just went that's fine okay. yeah she that's, would have i, should, I should, to work, work it out sh- in my head yeah
0: and I, I i think where this is taken off because because um sabine was training with kanan loosely right she was getting trained by in 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 the jedi way in the jedi arts right um bit like grievous yeah with Dooku, (laughs) and (laughs) but yeah but i think (laughs) with kanan kind of out of the picture ahsoka picks up that responsibility that privilege of training her and that's kind of what we get in the epilogue of star wars rebels is right let's start training so it's as much implied as it is what, like what we physically see in any sort of mm-hmm. scenes right but the the seeds are absolutely there and what this show tells us is that yeah that started going down that way but it just didn't it didn't end that's God, my in, that's my interpretation. I could be completely wrong. I might have got the wrong end of the stick, I right? I think I think you're right there, mate. For, I, for, I was watching it today and I knew that there was a simple explanation. I knew it wouldn't just
1: be that she was in the world between worlds or whatever that realm is, and then suddenly Ahsoka returned. I knew that there was a point in time where she returned I just couldn't remember when it was, because we get all the jokes and the memes about you know a ahsoka during the battle of yavin and hoth and endor and sitting there on her phone mm. and that. i thought what mm. was she doing it because if she is out in the galaxy <laughs> you'd think she'd help but <laughs> the story is she didn't and that's fine what are you um, doing I, I, exactly just sitting on her phone and i can buy that fine she you know she was doing her own thing and i like yeah i like i like the confirmation that the clan wren all got blown to pieces on mandalore because they said it in yeah, episode five i think it was and um that was definitive enough, but for them to basically Mm. double down on it now and be like, yeah, they, they all died is firstly, um, it gives that character a bit of motivation. It gives a bit of closure to the characters we met in rebels as well. And it also just adds a little bit more weight to the night of a thousand tears of what we've been told about it. We knew they blew up the city of Sundari and most of the Mandalorians, but to know that some of the ones we'd met, like the uh, Ren family were part of the casualties you know, it adds a little bit more weight to that, and uh, yeah, I like I liked that a little, a little. We've said it before, mate. Sometimes it just takes a little line here, a little mm-hmm. line there. You don't need a you don't need a PowerPoint spread um, presentation. It's just a line here, and that's it. We now know that her family gone, obliterated. That's it, and I, I like that's that. It's it. a kind of writing idea cause sometimes a little bit more subtle with a wink and a nod. Uh, sorry, yeah. less winking and nodding, but more of a kind of subtle kind of you know, yeah. Tip of the cap.
0: <laughs> Tip of the cap as opposed to a nod. Have a hat on top. Have exactly. a hat need on hat. top. Yeah. <laughs> on the bunts, mate. On the noggin. <laughs> on the well, Ahsoka, Ahsoka's, Ahsoka double downs on kind of what we were saying by saying, look, whatever happens next, I'm going to be there for you, Sabine. Nice. Just check. like, just like how Anakin was there for Ahsoka in, in, in the prime, right? In, in their prime. And, yeah, that fear that Ahsoka had of, oh, am I just going to end up being just like Anakin? Mm-hmm. And she carried that baggage around with her, didn't she? And this, this series has helped her to overcome that, to completely get over that. And she's yeah reiterating yeah I'm here for you we're you know we're 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 in this through thick and thin and we see that later repaid from Sabine to Ahsoka in the episode when Sabine comes back and helps Ahsoka with yeah. the fight against uh Morgan and the stormtroopers right so yeah um listen nice acting as well sorry from Natasha yeah. I think in that moment because
1: I actually thought. Oh, she's actually she's looked back at Ahsoka and she sort of thought her face ex- kind of exudes that. She's like, nah, I don't fancy this. I'm I'm going mm. with him. And I actually believed in that moment, because of her acting, that she was just gonna ditch Tano and leave her. And then of course you get the on your left moment. Um so I thought that was a very a very cool moment.
0: Yes, big time, mate. Big time. Love that. Uh the yeah, the facial acting actually it's been good across the board in this episode in particular. Um Listen, I I just want to bring it up now, mate. I want to bring it up now. Let's go back to the start of the episode where it all gets a little bit witchy. Um, here on, mate. I'm waiting to hear your thoughts on this. Morgan basically commits uh to the way or pledges her life to the way of the Dathomiri witches right which isn't which isn't a surprise I suppose, but I was a bit like isn't she already you know or is is this just like a a promotion a prestige level yeah, I, think a, <laughs> I think they're in I think they're I don't know if
1: she was born or there there, there is a reasonable well, explanation which I can't actually um, tell you because I can't put it into words. But basically, she's right. like a humanoid night sister, rather than being a full-on kind of like Zabrak or, or a Dathomirian or something like that. Uh, there are videos out there uh. that explain, like, well, hold on, you know, she doesn't look like Marion or she doesn't look like the the Mother Towers or or a Sarge Ventress. And there's a real like, clear reason for that. I think she's just born on a different planet, um, or something like that. But okay. there is a reason for it. And uh, for those wondering why I can't tell you, is because I. C- Can't remember, but Wikipedia is out (laughs) there. But there is a reason which I was like, "Oh, that 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 sticks. I dig it." Well, Morgan gets her
0: like baptism right (laughs) from from the witches and like over the eyes and over the and and the forehead. And at times, I was just like, "Oh, guys, really, really? You know, it was the." Do you know what, mate? It just uh, with things like this, it just comes down to execution. And in this, in this instance, thank you. Yeah, let me have a drink. Mm. Mm. What are you drinking, by the way? You got a cup of coffee or something? I've got tea, tea and you know? I've got a, uh, I've got a carafe of water behind me as well. Oh, good lad. Well done, mate. Well done. Drink up the water. Stay hydrated. And stay that's hydrated. that's for everyone. Everyone, you don't drink enough water. Yeah, drink stay water. hydrated.
1: Feed your stay organs. Stay
0: hydrated you know it mate you know it well there was a point where you know the 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 subtitles literally said loud gasping <laughs> while while You're right. the, the, the the trio of witches are kind of doing their thing like, and they're just you know <laughs> screaming for me mate it was just a bit too much it's a bit campy it's over the top and you know i i've 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 said that I do have an issue with kind of the idea of magic and witches being in, in, in star Wars. And look, I totally understand there's going to be different translations and different interpretations of the force. And it's cool to kind of push that and expand it. But in this scene, it felt like, no, come on, lads, this, this isn't Narnia, is it? Or maybe it well, is maybe yeah, well. from the title. It <laughs> is. Yeah. I just thought, come, you know, come on there's got to be a better way of doing it than that right i just thought it was cheesy mate it was cheesy and and that was a cheesy way to start the episode i thought and so you're from the get-go i'm kind of thinking oh no we're not doing we're not going. oh no i thought i thought it was confirmed we're not going to be getting any zombie mummy emote stormtroopers and i was like oh brilliant we you know we don't we're not gonna get that that's fantastic i'm here for that we don't need that that is a bit weird matt we got it we got (laughs) like what what (sighs) is that Uh, what uh, what in the fan fiction is that what is that yeah i look i'm all here i'm here sorry guys i am here for new star wars i'm here for new ideas but just going, oh, there's uh, about twenty odd stormtroopers have been just just been killed by uh, Ezra, Sokka, and Sabine. I don't know. Let's reanimate them. Um, we're going to give them the green eyes. They're going to walk like zombies or mummies from like 1999's The Mummy, great film. Good but film. It, good I, you know, it it was just it was a weird choice, mate. And it's left field. And then what what gets me is the stormtroopers. After that, after they kind of run away from the zombies, yeah, they're like back to normal. The the ones that chase them to the top with the guns, they're not zombie stormtroopers. They're not acting like the ones that were, you know, these zombie reanimate. What is going on? What is going on? What is the idea? What is the trick? Sorry, mate. It's just it's not for me. I'm good. Sorry, I saw it and I thought it looked rubbish. The execution was poor. Um, it's some, yes, thank you. Yeah, yes, it's something new, but I I just no, no, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I don't think it works. Sorry, sorry. Right. Well. Before we
1: dive further into our thoughts on zombie Stormtroopers and Witches and Star Wars, as mentioned in the intro of the show, this episode is brought to you in collaboration with Parsec Sabres. <laughs> Let's take, I'm going to take a moment to let Lukey Boy defuse uh, before oh. I jump into mine. Parsec Sabres, the lads over there, great guys, great team. They are um, helping us with this show. They're supporting it because they're lads. We're big fans of those guys and the sabers that they produce. And we think that you guys will be as well. And we can vouch for it because we've got a couple of sabers here. And Mm. they are. These are the kind of sabers that would take down an undead trooper. It would slice Elsbeth's head off. And even Thrawn would run scared of these bad boys. They've got a range of character inspired sabers. Including Ahsoka's sabers. Ezra, Leia, Luke, Palpatine. And you can even get Balen's skulls lightsaber from parsecs high quality sabers they get the session seal of approval because we don't give our name to any old tat no no but parsecs we do fully endorse them we're very proud to own them we're very proud to play with these sabers i think luke might be better at handling his than i am and they got a range a of on. products to suit all budgets. so if you just want to go and like hit your auntie around the head of a light you can get one of the cheaper ones the apprentice ones or if you want to hit your auntie on the head with one of the good ones, or your uncle, let's let's be equal here. You can do with a character-inspired saber, Lucky Boyler. We've got one. I love mine. I've got my Cal Kestis Survivor variant. You can vouch for the sabers, and also tell everyone listening how can we save them a little bit of wonga on one of these bad boys
0: mate i got luke's return of the jedi saber and it's an absolute beauty but you know it's not limited to the green color i can change it to purple if i want i can change it to a crazy mario kart rainbow font i don't know what's going on there but the app allows me to do it It comes from an app it's it is fun it's absolutely fantastic it's crazy bright i have a disney saber i have a master fx saber the parsec saber is by far the brightest blade and i i don't know mate. i think it's my go-to if i have people over and I want to show them just a quick swing of the old lightsaber. Ooh, I think this kind cheeky. of is the most lightsaber-y. it's the most Star Wars-y of my lightsabers, which is, you wouldn't immediately think that, right? And I don't think the guys would 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 mind me saying that, right? You'd think, oh, I'd be your Galaxy's Edge saber, yeah. your Disney saber. I don't know. I think it's my Parsec saber, guys. So listen, the character sabers, so let's say you do want to get Cow's lightsaber, you want to get Luke Skywalker's lightsaber, Obi-Wan's, Vader's, they've got so many quality options. That transcend different eras from Star Wars, go to parsecsabers.com and use the discount code sessions for 10% off, 10% off any character lightsaber. And look, if if you're like, oh, do you know what? I, I don't know if I want a character saber or maybe, maybe it's, it's just not within budget. Maybe you want just one of these regular sabers, maybe just one for dueling or something like that. Something just to call your own. Use the code sessions five to get 5% off anything else. Okay. But you know, that 10% deal, I don't know, man. I don't it's know. A, that is a pretty tasty deal. It's a pretty tater deal. So, thanks again for the guys at parsexsabers.com. This sponsorship's been great. We've really appreciated it. And uh, I don't love my saber. So, you know where to go, guys. You know where to go. Parsexsabers.com
1: plastic Sabres.com. and now back to the episode witches and zombies let's I mean, get into it um i mean he's, he's literally lukey boy switched from like generally excited about talking about a saber to oh man i don't want to talk about this again um, no i do i do want to talk about it i do i just need I, to i thought about you i think about you all the time you know that but um <laughs> when i was watching the episode immediately i was like oh he's gonna hate this and then later on in the episode i was like i need to know what my man is thinking about the death zombie troopers and i know listen i know from the last certainly the last few weeks of the um series run that people have been very excited about the idea of getting reanimated troopers or uh you know they're seeing some night nice sister cat carnage and for, for me mate uh I, i've said it all along i don't mind it uh i, I when i watched it, i thought I, I didn't mind it too much. Like they stuck their hand on her head and they could, they I'm glad they didn't go full rebels and this works because it's an animated show, but where like, where the, the green kind of almost like illuminates the whole sky. It goes up to the east sky and it comes out of every, um, or It yeah. looks over the top here. I think they kind of scale back just how wild the greenness was. And it was quick mm. enough for me. I didn't, I didn't care. I was, I was fine with it. I, I like okay. the idea that that's maybe that's where they get their tattoos from or uh, the markings on their face. The best part was Grand Admiral Thrawn in the background. He's he's looking on like Blackadder did when Pitt the Younger was talking in that season of uh, Blackadder. <laughs> His facial expressions <laughs> like, I'm not sure what's going on here. I'm not sure I care, but fine. You you guys do you. I'm just going to stand here and look smug. But I didn't mind it. I quite liked it. And I like when they um, created the blade of Talzin. I thought that oh, blade that itself cool. looked cool with like the green fire. Uh, glowing from it. I was like, you know what? That's going to sell toys. Good luck making that one Hasbro or Parsecs. Give us one of those um, with the, with the green glow of fire coming off it. But I didn't mind it. And, and these, and the zombie troopers, listen, as a kind mm. of, as a, as a fan of that kind of genre, I don't it actually, I only like certain zombie films. I got a little kick out of seeing it, like the idea of the horde of troopers, because they still listen, They're zombies or whatever you want to call them, the reanimated undead, but they still can't shoot for Toffee. Um, but it was the idea of this kind of a like horde of mindless beings just grr coming towards you. And but I didn't find any threat from them. I didn't actually think that if they got their hands on them, which at one point one of them grabs Ezra and doesn't do anything, yeah. <laughs> I was like I nothing's don't, I don't gonna happen. <laughs> but I, li- I like I really did like the vision of it though. Like they, they cut to that little the 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 trooper's hand kind of twitching, and when they got up and Ahsoka, even she was looking like, what is going on? Like, I'm sure we've just killed those guys. Yeah, true. You know, so I didn't mind it. I it's it's a bit I think it's more up my alley in terms of genre, um leanings. I didn't mind it. I don't think they went too hard on it. Uh, I think it's going to appeal to a lot of people who are going to love it. I think um, you're right actually. I think a lot think, of
0: people are going to love it.
1: I think they yeah. are. I think it's I think a lot of people just it's what they've wanted. Me didn't necessarily want it. We've got it. It's fine. I, I dig it but i think like what you said like at the end i'm pretty sure those troopers were just normal troopers who came in at that top of that plimp from that platform which is odd because they were taken down like nobody's fools
0: (laughs) that's that's how palpatine returned they could have just got a night sister to magic him up again Maybe, maybe it was that, maybe that's, (laughs) it's, it's all leading that way. Dark science, mate, dark science and, you know, Sith secrets. Yeah. Maybe. Only the Sith know. Maybe. And listen, if it's going in that direction, then fair play, then fair play. You know, it was just in this, I'm glad I've kind of just got it off my chest because today (laughs) I was like, oh, really? You know, I thought, I, I just thought it was a stupid theory. And I was like, no, they're just normal stormtroopers mm. with like sellotape to make them look pretty because their armors <laughs> run down, right? Like that's it, really, because they're out. And like, no, we get a load of stormtroopers just become zoms, and they're like, we're yes, going to get more um, though,
1: mate. We're getting more that all those like at the kind of Temple of Doom or whatever it is, um, ending like um, with all those crates on uh, in the Chimera. They're going to Dathomir. Why are they going to? Why are they taking these? I assume bodies to Dathomir, so they can reanimate. Do you think they're bodies? You think? I don't you know what else could bodies? be in there. I mean, that has to I mean, like be. it well, <laughs> be bodies? For the reason we just, the reason we just seen, so they can reanimate this force. Do you know what I mean? It's that's exactly so. It like, um, I'm, only I'm like three hundred of them, or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, you yeah, know, like, this, zombie babies. I know. I mean, what else could? What else could be in there? Um, it, unless that's the <sighs> the thing is he he traveled pretty light didn't he? he packed light unless that's all of his like souvenirs he's got from the no and
0: he went down to shops and that's his groceries. see I think it's art or something to do with like and it's his collection and it's it to would do make with he's now going to like unravel you know the new but Republic they said it came from something. the catacombs which makes me think it's bodies
1: of well, of guess, what there because they said you their numbers bong. of use and oh, don't say that they said when they start when um. i think it was episode five whenever we met papa he said our, our, our numbers have dwindled significantly <laughs> so i think there no, was a train there and they're going to dathomir and we know that the witches love a bit of reanimation they've done it now do you know what had this been the only time that they'd done it i would have wouldn't really care but like yeah, it's, it's a cool nod we've got it now but i think if if it gets a bit return of the kingy and don't get me wrong that's a Legendary film, but we have like the yeah, army yeah, of the yeah. I was like, you know what? I ain't here for that. You know, you've got Game of Thrones for that with the White Walkers. You've got you've seen it in Tolkien. We know just from this episode again that Filoni cannot let go of the Lord of the Rings references. But I don't need to mm. see an army of undead for Thrawn. Not because I don't think it's Star Warsy, or I I, I just don't think it's great. I think Thrawn that does that doesn't feel Thrawny to me yeah i feel like something that grand admiral thrawn would do yes he makes the best i don't know something about it doesn't feel right but i think that's the way we can you imagine mando fighting zombies
0: where have we gone from a space western i, I mean conjecture speculation and it does you know listen i'm gonna say again <laughs> let's go for the hat trick why not well, it does come down mm. to yeah go on don't yeah it does come down to execution right mm. it could <laughs> be ooh. I mean Mando Dinjarin just taking out false, yeah, left, right and centre. That are zomb. Zomb troopers. The more I think about that it, the cooler could... it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> Like, no, I'll kick that B2 like, droid. Wow, Luke, you've U-turned really quickly. Yeah, yeah maybe <laughs> maybe I have, guys. Maybe maybe you've witnessed enlightenment yeah. in Wayne taking out zombies. <laughs> 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 I would I would so be here for that. It would just <laughs> be like, oh, it's not how did how did this era began begin? It oh well it began with this lone bounty hunter that found this child. How did it end? Well he's killing zombies and somehow Palpatine <laughs> returned. Do you know what? Yeah, that actually that might line up. That still might better than act- Legends. That might actually line up. I mean, this is the thing. You mentioned like Legends. Yeah, this thing was all over Legends, right? But also what you've just reminded me and i did I, I knew this anyway but what you reminded me is this is already canon this isn't something brand new is it we've seen this in rebels we've seen it in clone wars right yes it's just um I, I genuinely feel i genuinely feel there there might have been a call away to to do it and left field right but i think some of it sometimes comes down to the volume right sometimes Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. like yeah we can't fit that many people into this and do do, you know to do Mm -hmm. that and at time for the most part i didn't really feel much of the volume this this episode because i think i was just so i was so invested in what was going on into into the story into the finale there were moments there were scenes i was like no volume volume mm-hmm. volume okay but yeah well hey it's shot on the volume right you can tell some of the best scenes in the last shadow where you look at them and go wow that looks good crate it's clearly green screen it is clearly green screen and it doesn't look like real life does it it looks almost a bit prequely in in <laughs> at, at times yep. and i'm not saying that's a good or bad thing it's more of an just you know an observation. And yeah, I just think maybe if it could have been done in a different way, you, you said at the top of this show, Rick Famuyiwa, right? As some people do view him as like the, the goat, like some of the best, one of the best Star Wars directors there is. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I'm there yet. I'm not sure if I would say he is one of the, the, the best, right? Especially after just some of the choices in Mando season three. And even today at times, The fight between Morgan and Ahsoka, absolutely stellar. Absolutely Mm, stellar. Five stars out of five stars. And yet in the same scene, there are moments where Sabine is fighting stormtroopers. And there are little things like she's taking too many steps. Yes, yes, yes. There's one moment I saw, yeah it's like they're just walking and to me it's like well is that the direction or is or or is that just the limitation of the volume is it because well you can't really physically go further that way because there's a screen there i don't know there is no, I don't know. There is I no don't horizon know. i could i could be completely wrong mate i could be completely wrong mm. but um yeah yeah there's a lot in this episode man it's- there is a lot the zombs i can't believe it i can't believe <laughs> we got emotep star wars troopers so live action it is wild it is I'm so wild. glad i got to witness your unbridled rage <laughs> and outpouring we call rage. It,
1: outpouring of, of it and i was like yeah i'm, I'm gonna sit back and watch this and let go to a parsec ad after this but uh i, I also yeah. like mate because i originally thought now hold on that ain't that ain't good enough but i, I noticed upon rewatch that um mm. ahsoka it's it's, it, it's obvious there i must have missed it first time but she nabs the mm. blade of talzin and slashes morgan with her saber and the blade because originally i was like well how on how did one slash killer because we've seen now unfortunately lightsabers aren't always fatal so how did that slash killer but she was killed by two blades so i was like okay fair enough to uh, twice the pride double the fall um <laughs> yeah um, so she needed two blades to make sure, which does also make me think why surely just a lightsaber should have been enough to do that. But it looked cool. It looked and it's a great way to win. Such an awesome, awesome jewel. Um, something else again as we're throwing out the big moments now because it's the finale. Um, Sabine Ren, Sabine all throughout the season trying to move that cup, trying to trying to trying to, trying to open the door with the force. Mm-hmm. It's building to something. You said it as well. You know they're they're building to something here of mm. everybody can use the force Kanan told her that ahsoka's told her that you know yoda luke everyone said this and now we get confirmation now in this episode finally that sabine can wield the force not that she's force sensitive because we all are like mean, we they all are um mm. but that you know she has now overcome that hurdle when she can use it um and, that's, that's, and I, I can't wait to see what people think about that, because I know there's a lot of people who are very angry, not angry, or some were, because <laughs> that's them. But there are some people who are mm. upset at the idea of it or thought it went against her characterization in Rebels. I mean, one of the things I thought of before I t- ask you what you thought about it was, and this will be very controversial to some, but if people say that Anakin could do anything, you know, how did you blow up that ship at the end of Phantom Menace? Oh, a chosen one, isn't he? A chosen one. Or how did you do a chosen one? You know, Anakin's a bit of a Mary Sue, a bit of a Gary Stu. He can just do whatever he wants because <laughs> chosen one. That's you know a bit of hand-waving, yeah, chosen one. Surely his apprentice, Ahsoka, surely she knows a thing or two now. If, 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 if we can say, oh, he's a chosen one, he can do anything. Well, surely the person who is trained by the chosen one knows a thing or two about the ways of the Force and imparting that knowledge. So surely her trainings have been to wield it or recognize and let it in surely that comes with a little bit of experience and heft more so than if another jedi tried to you know i kind of tried to look at it like reconcile like that what did you think then of the moment when she calls the saber and actually the fact that she can now establish and use the force
0: yeah i think there's two. There's two things, right? I, I actually wish they saved it for another time. In my head, for yeah. whatever reason, I wish that it. Yeah, just because I wish it. I, I'd, I'd hope. I would have hoped it would take a bit longer. You know, I totally get it that it suits the story, and this is now a way of kind of um, giving us a Sabine arc, right? Where she's kind of started this. She started her training with Kanan she she's continued it with ahsoka it was on start stop on hiatus and now resumed and the faith is there and prior in the episode we get some really nice lines from ahsoka saying look being a jedi is not about using a lightsaber you know we're reminded of that rhetoric and that knowledge really that wisdom that the lightsaber is just a weapon right because otherwise Mm -hmm. we've already mentioned in this episode you're just a general grievous it's the force (laughs) Is where it's all at, and and Ahsoka tells her, you know, think about it, meditate about, it, meditate on it, you know, let it sink into your heart effectively. And for me, I, I, you know, I would just let it breathe a little bit more and let it just go. Well, give it time. Yeah, those things don't happen in a few hours because when's this happening? Like two hours after Ahsoka tells her that, you know, it's just not really True. time to sit down and think about it. However. I totally understand that well for this story there's you know we just don't have that luxury of time maybe arguably that's the way it's been written right well now yeah. what what I do subscribe to is that the force flows through all living things that mm-hmm. everyone has the ability to sense or or participate or be a participant in the force whether they know it or not Anakin Skywalker when he's pod racing is using the force yeah Chosen you one. just don't know it luke skywalker in a new hope is using the force to bullseye want prats in his t16 yeah it's the same thing it's the same thing everyone has the potential to to kind of dip into the force right and i think someone like chira Inwe is a great example of that well, chira yeah. in rogue one is channeling the force that last scene right and and to guide his movement because he's blind he is using the force he is tapping into that they believe in that anyone can use the force it's just that some people just like anyone can play football some people are just naturally very very good to it they're they're good with it they're attuned to it and it reminds me like animals you know some people just crazy good with animals you notice that like some people, they yep. just walk into yep. a room, a dog that's usually like really standoffish with most people to this one person's like, oh yeah, no chill. Yeah, it's, there's, and sometimes you just can't explain it. Some people just have that ability. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I, I, I subscribe to it. I subscribe to it, you know, and in this scenario, I just about do. Does that make sense? Are you here Yeah, it for does. It? Yeah. You love it.
1: I, I am here for it, mate. I don't think yeah. it's a portrayal of the characterization because of, of all the reasons you said, I don't, I don't need to repeat it because you said it so well. It started with Kanan, it ends here. She's had the lessons between. She's also got a a Ahsoka of all people, training her and teaching her and guiding her. Plus, everybody can tap into it. It's just knowing how and being attuned yeah, to it. Yeah, Finding that balance and equilibrium within yourself and all those variables and, and that moment. Sabine, you know, she's been playing Fallen Order, Survivor. She got on that skill tree and she leveled up with some force points. Uh, and because she, she then immediately threw Ezra across the chasm, I was like, well, that is, you've gone from pulling <laughs> a saber to launching someone. I was like, well, okay, fair enough. That is very quick. like, so now you've got this new toy. What else can we do? I do hope that mm. they, like of anyone who's new, I hope that they kind of tone it down a little bit and don't suddenly have Sabine become like a wrecking ball with the force. But, you know, being able to push and pull things, I think, should be a kind of entry level until you really are a master of it. And I'd be happy of that. But it's now in her arsenal of weapons alongside her Mando weapons. So she is now, she is the Mandalorian Jedi that we, I actually, I posted on Instagram before the season started. I was like, oh, well, I wonder if, you know, could Sabine be the Mandalorian Jedi we're talking, we're hearing about? And I don't know if she is the, but she is now the, because she's a Jedi, she's a Mandalorian. Mm. I think that's, a, that's actually thinking about it now. That's actually quite a massive reveal that's in this episode, but it's how far they want to take that because uh, her saber skills have gone up an awful lot other than a few dodgy bits of choreography. She's very good with the saber. She can now, now use the force. Maybe she could use the force to maybe tell Ezra just what's going on because he still doesn't know anything. So to your point about um, kind of maybe not having the force sort of going looking forward too much i push back slightly because of what happens at the end with with shin with balan and them being stuck on the planet i do think they're looking forward to a season two and i think with I, th- I agree that had they had sabine maybe used a force in the second season and had that build up build up build up and have the big payoff later i think it would have worked better rather than trying to rush it in like they did now but I, I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool. I dug it in this episode. I thought it was merited. Bit, a little bit of Kylo action, you know, a saber mm. through the skull of that trooper. That. And then Ez- Ezra then does the same and lops one of their heads off in classic zombie fashion. So I love that. I, I really like the scene. I like the fight and the, the moment between those two. And I, I had no issue with her being force sensitive, mate. It's no bother to me because. It's it's just how it is. I mean, like you said, we've been told us everyone can tap into it if they just know how to. So I've got a, I haven't got a problem with that. I quite liked it. Interested to see where they go now with the the next Mandalorian Jedi. I guess it's the only one since Tar Vizsla, Which again, the more I think about it, it's a huge reveal. So interested to see where they go there, mate. Um, wanted to just chuck in. We mentioned Shin and Balin. I want to quickly mention those. The the bit this is going to be this is going to proper simpy, but the moment i actually got most joy out of was those two coming back literally when we saw shin return on the howler i would sat there and went shin because uh, uh, of what you said last week that these characters feel so ingrained now within the universe mm, uh, mm-hmm. they're proper fan favorites and they've for me have been the most interesting part of the season despite probably knowing so little about them until these moments but I was just seeing shin again on the howler raising that saber to the bandits as it, as to become their leader i was like this that's cool I got a smile out of it. I was like, oh yes, I dug yeah, I like it. And that. then, obviously the big moment for for the fans at the end with Balan. And this is a foresight of looking forward to a season two and it's it's like wonderfully and sadly poignant that the last shot we get of Ray Stevenson as Balan is this kind of epic, majestic shot of him overlooking the landscape and looking like an absolute boss. But he, the character is now... Uh, is alive going into a second season. He is standing on a statue of a Mortis god, mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like one of the Argonath from Lord of the Rings, Okay, looking at a beacon of Minas Tirith in the distance. It's like, whatever. But, mate, Mortis, Balan.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. I, I was, I was going to say, yeah, it's the father from the Mortis arc. And, hmm. you know, not maybe not everyone listening. Yes, yeah, and not maybe not everyone listening uh, understands that reference, but yeah, I, you I'm too. sure a lot do. Clone Wars, there was an arc where it got real trippy, it got real, <laughs> real, real, real trippy. <laughs> uh, I would strongly recommend you watching it. It's just called the, the Mortis Arc. Uh, Google it, Google the episodes. It's on our I think yeah what what episodes are should i should i i've got
1: no google idea what? you you google that it's on our spreadsheet to one day talk about and it seems more pertinent yeah. to do it in the next couple of months but i noticed whilst you're looking at that you had the father and the son but the daughter isn't there because obviously the daughter's now an owl so it's, it's almost like that part of the mountain crumbled when when she gave herself over to let ahsoka live
0: oh that's pretty mm. cool bit of detail yeah, I really, really enjoyed that, mate. And it goes to show it kind of answers our question of what Balan was after. He was after Mortis, which is something I'm, I'm sure we floated that idea at some point that, mm-hmm. he's, that he's that's could be maybe that. the power. But um, it answered our
1: question. But anyone mm-hmm. who doesn't know what Clone Wars is, it does not answer their question.
0: They just see
1: Balan looking even at a people- beacon.
0: Yes, I, I'd, I'd, I'd maybe even add that even people who who have watched Clone Wars and have watched Rebels might not, rem- it might not click. They might mm-hmm. be go, mm-hmm. they might go. Oh, that's a cool statue. Very Lord of the Rings, guys, just looking up, Very. and you see something shimmer, like little, little, you know, glow of something in the distance. It's like he, that's what he's after. He's going to. He wants to go to the spirit spirit realm, right? And uh, Balin is clearly versed in the force mythology and the tales of the Jedi right in universe. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just uh, looking, I'm looking at, I think it is season three. episode 16. Yeah. I, for whatever reason, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was season four or maybe even five. I thought it's four or five. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's It's weird. Apparently it's weird. Mm. So So dies and comes back to life and it gets wacky and wild.
0: Yeah, it does get it does get wacky, and I, I don't think all of it um, all of it happens in real life per se. I think it does happen on you know like a spirit realm, you know, different yes, a different, a right, different yeah. realm, a different yeah. So anyway, that's clearly what Balin is after. I love. The direction of where those characters are going. So in the last episode, we see they naturally break apart, they go their separate ways, and that kind of plays into their names, even, right? Shinhati, yep. Balan Skull, that mythology that they're both chasing just different things. They're in the same story, they're in the same picture. But ultimately, they're going in two different directions. Divere, yep. And uh, yeah, I, I suppose Shin gets what she wants, where she can lead her own empire, maybe. Maybe she'll be the baddie for, you know, a, a potential season two, and we'll get to season two discussion. Um, and I think with Balin, oh, yeah, yeah, it's the problem is, mate, it all happens rather quick. Yep. Yeah. Yeah happens yeah. rather quick we're talking like what 15 seconds 15 <laughs> seconds of imagery i like 20, it yeah maybe but part of me also feels frustrated it's like oh really come on lads May- maybe they've taken some stuff out because Balen you know ray stevenson who plays Balen, obviously passed away this year and maybe they're saving some footage for another season or something but yeah to me mate i was like really that's how we're ending those lads mm. it just felt very quick it felt too quick and considering our love for the character and maybe it's on us but considering we've kind of fallen for these characters we love these characters they're so good they're so they're like a breath of fresh air to kind of be gone to, to kind of be shown oh there you go scene cut scene cut there you go done
1: yeah oh. am i attacked bit- on what do you know? No, think? no you, you don't.
0: I I don't yeah. know if there's
1: any. I don't know if I want to think that they edited or cut any scenes out. um I want to hope that this was just their plan anyway. And you know the 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 cards of fate were dealt. Sadly, in reality, but um it did it did feel a bit like an afterthought at the end, where you've had the hero story and now it's uh, well Shins over there, run a razor lightsaber. There's Balin, and I don't know, look over there. I, I'm you know, but then I look at it and think, how could they? how could they weave that into the main story of what, how we got it with, with the story that we know at what point could we have stopped to you know show Shin on the howler? What point could mm-hmm. we have stopped to show Baylin doing what he wanted? Cause we know, we knew that they were, well, in terms of Baylin, we knew he was going somewhere. We saw him literally walk off with Shin. We saw her like, comically run away um, and then get on a howler. So we knew she was going somewhere, but so it's weird because I, it's at one point, one hand I'm like, didn't need to see them because we knew they were going somewhere. But then on the other hand, the way that they did just kind of cut at the end, almost just kind of say, we haven't forgotten guys. We, we, you know, there they are. We haven't forgotten about them. It did feel a bit abrupt. And yeah, that ending, they did, it, it did kind of like storm through to the ending, given like how monumental the ending is. Like the end of rebels is now, we've now finally got almost like a finale to that as well. You know, the end of rebels, Ezra and Thrawn, Bosh off to another galaxy. <laughs> We've now got the the closure to that. They were found, and now they are back. Huge, and 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 the ramifications for who's left behind, and for the the antagonists, just doesn't feel like there was any weight to it. Just didn't feel like sh- Shin was the only one in her facial expression who looked like she understood the gravity of the situation. She wasn't, mm. didn't look triumphant. She almost looked beaten and defeated and bedraggled as she raised the saber. You know, it was all in the facial expressions. And and Balin, you know, he looked stoic and and um, confident on that Argonath uh, pillar of Kings. But mm. it just felt a little bit jovial, a little bit lighthearted for the stakes and what we've been told. You know, Thrawn coming back should have been a cataclysmic event. That should never have happened. It did. You know, She wanted to get, Sabine wanted to get Ezra home. it did, but at what cost her being stranded, there should have been more to it. There, sh- there should have been more depth to it. And that's what I want you don't, and i can't have people say oh yeah star wars you don't need depth i've seen depth in star wars we can do it yeah and i think we there needed it a little bit more star, that i people yeah that, mate
0: oh, no there, there is are depth. some come on come odd
1: on who do who just want you know, you just want it to be people pulling star destroyers out of the sky. I'm sorry to have to keep using that reference, but it's my go to one. And just like OP Jedi and Warriors and Death and Dismemberment. It's not what it's about. You need depth, you need those character moments. I needed to sit with Sabine for a bit longer and have her understand what has happened. I never got to tell Ezra how we got here. You know, Ezra, it, Thrawn's going back. His mission was to get Thrawn off the game, the board. he's now going back with Thrawn to the Galaxy in a kind of Uno reversal of his sacrifice in Rebels. And he kind of doesn't seem overly bothered by it in that moment either. And I just kind Mm. of wish it had been a little bit more of a bit, as much as I think that this film was a bit naff at the end, they needed a bit like the, the desolation of Smaug. If we want to do Tolkien and we want to slap each other in the face with a Lord of the Rings book or The Hobbit, they should have had a moment like at the end of that film when Bilbo looks up, sees Smaug and says, what have we done? Like, w- what have mm. we done to really make us think, Oh no, you know, this is a bad thing. We needed that. And I don't think we got it. Um, and that's just for me, the great, biggest bit great, of the episode,
0: great analogy, Matt, great analogy. Yes. Yeah. That is. And that goes to what you said earlier. It's oh, mm-hmm. the same. You're literally saying the same thing you said earlier is that I, I feel if there were another 10 minute with a, with one or two tweaks here and there. Yeah. The Matt Hudson loop lie remix. <laughs> Which Lucasfilm should hire us, right, as creative consultants? Oh, of course, of course. But, no, I'm trying, I just, I just, I just. But uh, yeah, I, I think ten, fifteen minute minutes more. I think we could have really landed this episode emotionally, Probably. plot. I think just one or two more things added in to really add to the gravitas of the situation, the the, the reality of a galaxy far, far away. Where oh no. Oh yeah. What have we done? Yeah. You could imagine like the senators looking up Ziono Mothma. Yeah. Looking up thinking, ah, or just hearing a call or something. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine if that was the last scene, they're getting a call from like, you know, uh, Ezra or, uh, you know, whoever. And they're, and they're having to listen to, oh, he's back. And, and you just see the faces. Could you imagine the acting that could have gone down in that? It just would have, it would have (sighs) been, Really good, and it feels like there's such an obvious layup there, and it's like lads, what you know, it's like you know the assist is there, pass the ball, the goal's there, pass the ball, That's
1: lads. Yeah. you got a gift.
0: I'm going to stick it in the what goal, as Robin Williams once said. It was yeah, it, it was what what is is Manchester saying. United. Are we missing <laughs> open goals and just? Yeah.
1: It ain't safe We're not. anymore, mate. We we one or two in the bounce. We're promotion <laughs> favourites again. Love it. Never never doubted them. But you no, know, we didn't get that, and that, that that is a stickler for me. And you know, again, we can only be honest. That for me is a stickler. I needed to feel the weight of actually what's just happened, and I don't. And I think um, Dave and the gang that is that is a failure of the of the season or yeah, season so far for me is we've set up the stakes, but we just did not pay them off well mm. enough I loved Thrawn mm-hmm. again saying look Oi Tano this is where a Ronin such as you belongs yeah, I love him. that I love that again Ronin dig it today victory is mine and then that close up on his face where he's long live the empire I was like yeah that's that's cool don't know why he says that because his allegiance was never to the empire but maybe we'll find out maybe he was just taunted I think I th- I like to see it as more of a kind of like a, a taunt to you know uh, Ahsoka who was a rebel and part of the rebellion It'd be odd if he just went. Long live the Chiss ascendancy. That would have been really stupid. <laughs> um, and the, and and it's we're talking about the casual fans. That the casual fans will understand. Long live the what? Empire. <laughs> what? And also, didn't um, our boy Gideon says as well? Doesn't he? Long live the Empire. So it's a it's a it's a thread that they're pulling on throughout. Um, so mm. that I wasn't as keen on that. The fact that they didn't do that. Um, I'm just looking through the notes to see if anything that. Um, i also i mean i liked when morgan is basically she's thrown to the walls in this episode and i felt a little bit bad for her and diana lee enosanto i think she's had a great time just chewing the scenery mm. throughout this she's been very ott with her movements and her mannerisms and the way she talks and i've enjoyed it i know there's a few people who've not been the biggest fan but i've liked her in this and the moment where thrawn basically tells morgan thanks for your assistant, you the actions going forward to be for the empire. You're staying here to slow down our pr- quarry whilst we go. And I love, and again, he says, you know, actions for the empire. And she whispers hmm. for Dathomir. I was like, that's cool. It's almost the acceptance resignation because not long before that she'd pledged her loyalty. She would pledged her life to the grandmothers and the night sisters. So she, she, ain't got. she, she, she backed herself into a corner. She checkmated herself there. So, I almost felt quite sorry for her in that moment. And yeah. then she has such a boss fight with Ahsoka that when she did finally die, I was like, Oh, I kind of wish she'd carried on a bit. Cause I quite liked their, their back and forward and their two in and throwing, but uh, she's off the board now, but I liked her character here and I liked how if this is how it's going to end. That's how it went out. And the fact that she really did push Ahsoka as well. She, in both fights, she pushed her in the first fight. She used that Beskar spear and knocked one of her lightsabers out of her hand. In this one, she uses the Towson blade and cuts one of Ahsoka's lightsabers in half. I'm like, yeah, she's she means business. Loved it. So I yeah, really liked loved her it. character in this, mate. Only because we haven't... I don't think we've really mentioned that character much in the last eight recaps or seven. I know. So. Shout I out know. to Morgan. She, yeah. We never
0: knew you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you're right actually yeah what well, you're right well maybe uh we've not given her enough credit as an actress and as a character really she's been really enjoyable and again i really enjoyed her in in this episode the fight was just fantastic they were using <laughs> this sort of Towson or the blade of thousand whatever it's called yeah, fantastic man. and yes yeah, she she goes she goes down committed she yeah. is committed to her faith and to the cause and she never seems to come as Thrawn it, like, is is absolutely savage with his, his response. You know, one of the witches is like, Morgan is dead. And Thrawn is like, she has done what has been required. And it's like, oh, yeah, brilliant. That's it. Straight up. That's it. Uh, thanks for your effort. Moving on. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers, Thrawny. Good old Thrawny. Um, Not even a citation. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. That's it. That's it. I, I, there is there is tons to to love. You know, uh, where's where's Ezra? He's going home. Yeah, and then Sabine and Ahsoka like jump off the ledge of the the, the platform while it's being shot down at. And, yeah. uh, the, you know, the shuttle is magically repaired and they land on it. Hey, you know, that's Star Wars, right? Just, and yeah, uh, <laughs> there's, there's a quality, you know, talking to just like Thrawn lines, there's a quality line where Thrawn is more or less is like, Ahsoka Tano, let me commend you for your efforts today. You've been a worthy opponent. And it's like, yes. oh, I know yes. you because I knew your master. Uh, One uh, wonders how similar you might become. Maybe this is where you, a ronin such as yourself, belongs. I know. I think you've already mentioned that, but it's oh. like, oh, mate. And you see Ahsoka's face. Rosario Dawson's like, reaction to that is really good. Really, yeah. really enjoyable. And uh, yeah, we get the line, like you said. Long live the Empire. Man, where does this go? Where does this go? Because this is clearly the, the series as a whole. And this this finale that just doesn't quite feel like a a a, a full, you know, fleshed out finale for me Mm -hmm. right now. It does set up a lot of potential for the future. You know, what is there going to be in Ahsoka season two? Will there be a continuation of this story in another series? Or is it going to be the film? Like where where's where's this going? Because Thrawn's back. Thrawn is back. (laughs) He's he's here. yeah. Yeah.
1: Where does Skeleton Crew play into this? Is it going to be because we know it's going to be set in this era, in this Mandoverse, and they're meant to be lost kids trying to get home. So, I mean, it'd be odd if they came up against Thrawn, but is that going to play into this story? I hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because it was due to come out after Ahsoka anyway. So, it's uh, so scheduling dictated that this came first in Skeleton Crew because that plays a part into the Mandoverse as well. I don't know, mate. I mean. I think they've definitely planned for a season 2. I mentioned in the in the hype episode that Rosario was basically pre, pre well uh, pre-strikes had been saying, "Yeah, man, I hope we get season 2. Can't wait. Can't wait to get started on that," basically, which may, and I said, "Well, that's that's her surviving this season then because she's already said, "Do you want season 2?" And that's that's where the tension got taken away from me. Um and I think it's mm. clear that they want a season 2. I know that the book of Boba Fett just basically just shot itself on the foot and turned into Mando for a few episodes, but Mm -hmm. I can't see another series where Balan and Shin can just organically fit in and tell their story. It has to be a season two of Ahsoka. There has to be, but then who's the baddie? I guess it could be Balan or Shin, but you know what's, and then they've, they've got to get back somehow. Ezra could now tell Hera, where they are, assuming he knows what the planet's called. Um so they they know where they are now. So the New Republic know where the guys are. It's so whether or not they can mm. get them. So I think there has to be a season two of of this and, and and this episode set up Ahsoka and Sabine's bond further now. We're getting more and more of that as each episode goes on, which I like, where you know, Ahsoka knows what Sabine did. She you knows she handed over the map willingly to Balan and she said she's not mad by it. She's made her share of difficult choices. That no one understood except Anakin, and you mentioned that earlier. He always stood by me even when no one else did, which is a sweet callback to in Clone Wars and the bombing of the Temple mm-hmm. when she was thrown to the walls by the Jedi. Um, so it's it's setting up those their relationships, and so they're going to have a strong bond on this planet. So when they and I imagine Ahsoka and Sabine are going to spend a lot of time just training. So you maybe Sabine will be a bit of a beast when she comes back. A lot of people think Ezra is going to train Jason Sindula uh now to their back because he doesn't even know Kanan had a son. Let's not forget that. He was way gone with the Purgles, but then so he's got a lot of catching up to do. And there was Ooh. no Zeb in the hangar either which made me a little bit sad. I was
0: hoping Zeb would be there, mate. Interesting. Interesting. To me, all of what you've said means there's there's gotta be more to come, right? There's gotta, gotta, gotta be more like, before the film. What? It has to be. You, what under what? show though you have to you- be a season two i think it has to you be. think there's going to be so apparently apparently this was about four hours ago this came out okay. from deadline from deadline right pretty reliable right a reputable deadline? source yeah very much so yeah apparently an ahsoka season two is reportedly being discussed but hasn't been officially greenlit
1: I guess Apparently. they can't, can they, at the minute? They can't do uh, they can't green light it in amongst the strikes um because I see they want that reaction. I I, f- I think I think it's I think it's in the bag. I do as well. I think, think yeah. I think they
0: have they have to. If the strikes weren't on, yep. you know, do do you think we get a message, you know, at the end Ahsoka will return or something like <laughs> that? Very <laughs> very marvel Ahsoka yes, it, will be James
1: back. <laughs> um what do you think? I think if we don't get that, I think we get an announcement within the next few days, we would have got of saying, can't wait because we haven't got any more celebrations. We've got D- or D23s coming up, I don't think. So I think they would have dropped something online with an announcement, starwars.com, Ahsoka mm. season two, hitting screens 2025, ahead of Filoni's film, which is supposed to be 2026, I think, or whenever it's meant to be 27. So I think we would have got something. So I guess the, the question is, Ren, will I see you again? Sabine Um, I I, I don't know that has to be again they they cannot tie up this season in Mando season four or Skeleton crew or something they have to tie up before the film the only way it works is if they do season two of Ahsoka but then they've got to work out again what's the obviously the plan is they get home Sabine and Ahsoka go home but what is mm. the basis? You know, what, what's the, I mean, it, it, is Balan finding a world between worlds? Do they then have to stop him doing that? Uh, is Shin going to rise up with the bandits and take them down? It feels a little, the stakes don't feel quite as high that then. So I, I, I don't know, but they have to do it for me in this, in a season two of Ahsoka. Well, do you reckon they
0: could do this outside of a second season? <sighs> maybe, maybe, maybe they'll be like, Hey guys, this, our next show is called Ezra and we get the tales of Ezra training Jason or you know I I don't know I really really do not know I think I'd imagine they've been hard at work at this for a wee while and they're trying mm-hmm. to figure out They're probably trying to figure out how does all of this blend together how does it how do all the puzzle pieces fit together because this person needs to be here and that needs to be here to then be at wherever they are for the film for Dave Filoni's film. And that is something that I kept thinking of during this finale. You know, I did keep thinking of the film and I kept thinking, Oh mate, it's there, isn't it? Yeah. What? And either way, it does make me really excited for it because that's where this finale hasn't necessarily landed everything and where this finale has, purposefully left things at a loose end or a loose thread um it does let us kind of sit on it and think oh how what's what's gonna happen what's gonna happen to this person how does this end here because we all know as per usual what we always what we always preach about on this show all roads lead to the sequels yeah man now Will Ahsoka and Sabine just be left out in a different galaxy until Ray comes pick uh, picks imagine. them up? I don't know. That would be a little bit crazy. Could I'm you not imagine? sure if I. I'm not sure if I'd sign up for that. But um, it's all interesting. It? And there's and there's going to be a lot of unpacking, Matty boy. Like I said, I only had a few like little little brows on X earlier, so I'm, I'd imagine next week our main show because next week we're returning to our main show format and by the way this week friday there is no main show right the next Great main point. show will be next week and we're going to be uh, reacting to a season one reacting to a season one as a whole getting your opinions getting your theories and i can't wait for it i i, yeah. I again i feel like i need it i need it i can't wait cannot wait yeah. Get get
1: your opinions and thoughts ready, guys. Because and send send any comments and your voice messages. We'll give you the deep shortly uh, for when we unpack this season as a whole. But there there is a lot, mate. I mean, what happened between Thrawn and Ezra for the last decade? They didn't touch upon that whatsoever. Um, especially when Thrawn's like, "Don't underestimate a Jedi," because one brought me here. But uh, I am going to leave that Jedi just to roam free and do what he wants. I mm. think I know again. I know that Timothy Zahn wants to write a novel about what happened in between, which I'm here for. Because he said he doesn't want to step on flown his toes. He wants him to tell his story, and he can fill in the bits. But kind of wish that they hadn't just skipped over some of that. Um, we've mm. got, uh, and then obviously the moment with Ezra saying, Hi Hera, loved that. Hi Hera, I'm home. Loved that so much. I think they played that really well. And Chopper, me seeing Ezra again was great. Can't wait to see those two Um uh bantering each other. I can't wait to see Zeb and Ezra bantering if we ever see Zeb again. We, we were all wrong. We all thought that the Zeb model was created for this. It wasn't, mm. it was just chucked into Mando for a laugh. And he's not here now, but um we we're gonna see Dathomir next which is gonna I think it's gonna be cool having seen it in Clone Wars. I loved how it looked in Fallen Order. So we've got places to
0: go. This is how we get there, mate. Yes. Bang on bang on the money. And I think Zeb Zeb is there. For future storytelling, I think he's a storytelling device, and he's he's, he's another way of saying, Remember, this all fits in together. Who knows? Maybe they will just announce a Rebel season five and it will just be live action. That would be wild. That That would be be, fit. That would be absolutely (laughs) wild.
1: Imagine. No season two. We're just giving you season five of Rebels live action.
0: (laughs) Mate, I, I would be so here for that. You know, I've really, as always, I really enjoy and really love waking up, you know, Wednesdays for us in the UK, waking up on Wednesday mornings, coming downstairs, making my coffee, making my porridge, watching some brand new stars. I get to chat with it, you know, all about it with you. And it's great fun seeing everyone's opinions, all the hype online. And some of the critiques, I still think it just gives us something to talk about. And it gives us a chance to chat and just to make friends along the way right and uh that's what it's all about that is what it's all about i'm really looking forward to next week's episode where we look through the whole of ahsoka yeah. season one mate i'm really really excited for that I'm, I'm i'm buzzing for that because if you've listened to the recaps you know i i felt like this season was the most consistent season probably up until this point or recently which is unusual it feels like it's inverted we've got you know yeah but i i I can't wait can't wait let us know if and look i'm sorry if i if i was moaning too much maybe i'm wrong yeah it's only my opinion don't mean you're wrong if you've got your opinions if you loved this that is fine that's you're well within your right to do that and hey in your world i'm wrong that's fine that is more than fine so yeah I tell you it's Siskel
1: and Ebert not to say that we are at the level of them but we might be um, they always said if you've got an, a, the greatest film critics ever to some they always said stick by your opinion don't apologise for it even if it goes yeah. against the grain you, whatever you think is right stick to it I've done the same I thought some of, I, I thought the ending of this was they dropped the ball big time and I think Filoni isn't the messiah he, he's a naughty boy but I don't think he's the messiah he's shown that here he's leaning too much on his own characters he's leaning far too much on his influences of lord of the rings more so even than george lucas did with his i'd say um to Mm. really be a distinct voice but what he gives us is good storytelling he gives us good star wars so he gives us good visual storytelling as well um but i think for this and this may also play into season one when we talk about it next week i think for this episode may not know rebels or clone wars i think it dulls the edges a bit of the ending and one of the things we said before, when we spoke to everyone on the round table and each other, is how are they going to pull in the people who don't know? They've got to pull in everyone who doesn't know and make it feel, make them feel welcome. And not
0: entirely sure they did, big boy. Yes, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I still think, I still think I'm more up on the old Filoni, up the felonie for me because i think thematically he gets star wars i just think maybe this is this has been a big ask where he has to connect certain things and wait for the future and i think for me his infancy in live action storytelling really came through in this last Mm -hmm. last episode it's like he's well aware that more needs to come and that this character is going to be used here. This character is going to be used there. And you can't answer all those, those, those questions and complete all of those arcs just yet. I, so I'm still positive. I'm still hopeful and optimistic about everything he's involved in. So, oh, so say, say,
1: don't get me wrong here. Yeah. I, 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 I dig for I, I, I enjoy, I love his passion. I love his knowledge. I do wish he'd mind some of the, the adaptive stories you've got for information a bit more, but Again, yeah. visually, and he is—he is, he is Lucas 2.0. May not be the most accomplished writer, but he knows Star Wars. He knows how to—he knows how to show. I like George. I like George. That's what I mean here, like George. Uh, and you know, I, I, I dig it. I don't think—I still don't think he's, he should be leading the company. I think where he is now creatively is where he should be, and he's leading up to mm. his film, and I have high hopes that he will deliver nothing short of a spectacular, epic Star Wars film when we get to it.
0: Now you hate him, mate you hate yeah, him you're a hate hater it. take that
1: stupid hat you off you idiot take that penguin's jersey off <laughs> no, I, I, really,
0: re- I really wish we bumped into him at Star Celebration. that would have been the <laughs> best that would Give have been the best Luke Bly meets Dave Filoni I don't think don't. oh
1: my days it would have been me saying that <laughs> coming out of the like, toilet we oh, try a hat on Or oh, what's under your hat a rabbit you'd have been saying all that
0: kind of stuff <laughs> <laughs> <What>? would I <laughs> would yes. I yes <laughs> <laughs> what's on your hat of rabbit <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah okay. i w- would ask that i would say to dave oh, can i buy you a cheeky bit <laughs> cheeky beer <yeah. laughs> oh it's okay i don't drink i don't yeah. drink yeah uh cool this blade. has been this has been great fun mate this has been great it, fun i've loved it who knows when the next recap will be sometime <laughs> next year probably the acolyte probably i'm yes. very very much looking forward to the acolyte very excited for that uh obviously Mm. we saw the trailer for that star wars celebration sensational one of the highlights of celebration for me can't wait can't wait mate can't wait so yeah ahsoka season one we're done 4th of october 2023 completed it mate completed it bash, bosh. Love
1: a bit of Nosh. So yeah, that's it for the Ahsoka recaps for season one, at least. Maybe the Ahsoka recaps will return if they do green light it. But yeah, the next up will probably be the Acolyte recap. We're going to get high on that High Republic, guys. Uh, but again, that's all TBC. We don't know yet. We're going to enjoy a few months off the recaps waiting for, or, or a year off, waiting for the next one. But thank you, everyone, who's tuned in to listen to the OGs and to the newbies who have found us. Thank you so much for listening. But we want to know what you think. Mm. You guys need to know our ratings before we do that. Oh! We haven't done that yet. We are going to give ratings out of Ponders and Palpses for the final. So, this is just again, so guys, this is just for the final episode, not for the season. Lukey Boy, for the finale, Mm. part eight Jedi, the Witches, and the Warlord. What are you giving us out of 10 Ponder Babbers?
0: Dave Filoni. Rick Famuyiwa, I see you. I see, I see the vision. You just didn't always land it. Did I enjoy this? Yes, I did enjoy it. I'm just there, there are a few things, just rub me up the wrong way, right? And sometimes it just can't be helped. Maybe I'm being stupid. For me, Matty Boy, it's a six Ponda Baba out of ten Ponda Baba this week. Which is my yeah. Which is my lowest score. This is the lowest score I've given to an episode this season. Yeah, they've all been sevens, eights, and nines and above, mate. So let me hand it over to you. Whoa. What are you saying, big boy? What are you saying? I, he's thinking, I, I he's thinking, Kai, he's gone, gone that low. He's gone because that I low. Actually, my- it was because <laughs> I forgot to do the rating, usually
1: before I come in with it, but I forgot to do yeah. it. There's so yeah. much I like about <laughs> this episode, like the duel, the fight in Ezra, uh, and there's some, lots of individual little moments, but it's the, as a whole... I think it is lacking at the end. I think it felt a little bit flat. We have got some cool character yeah. moments, and we know where we kind of know where we're going, but it all felt a little bit rushed at the end there. So, yes. uh, and I on a similar kind of level to you, I've got to look at it like that. So, I'm going to give this one six and a half out of ten. Again, my lowest one, which is weird because it's not exactly a bad episode. It just, I know, I think it failed to deliver on its own promise it didn't it didn't wrap things up maybe as satisfactorily as it could have done for me and i felt flat mate i'm not gonna lie i felt a little bit empty coming out of it so six for you six and a half for
0: me and you know like if you look at five five out of ten is average that is in between a six is slightly above that right Mm -hmm. that's the way i view it and and to me that's how i feel that is how i feel Looking forward to watching this a few more times, digesting yes. everything, seeing everyone's opinions. Maybe there's things that I've and, and Matty Boy indeed have just completely missed, and I might be like, Oh, I missed that, didn't catch that. Probably, and that's is. fine. That's that's fine. Yeah, there probably is, mate. There probably is. Can't wait. This has been grand. Love it, mate. Love, love doing the recaps. Love doing this with you, mate. Thanks. It's great fun great fun. i'm gonna
1: miss it mate um the last eight yeah, weeks or seven weeks of recaps have been so good <laughs> yeah Ahsoka Dano coming back one last time in the Ahsoka recaps but yeah, yeah mate it's with a heavy heart that we must say that is that then for the ahsoka recaps if there's a season two we will be back but the recaps will return in one way, shape or form for whatever the next live action series is. But that is going to do it then for this recap and this episode of Star Wars Sessions. We want to know what you guys thought of this episode. Are we being too harsh? Are we not being harsh enough? Are we? Are you in between? Let us know all that good stuff. Just keep it civil. Nookie boy, where can the world find us online?
0: They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. Search for us on X or Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, anywhere on social media, threads. Just search Star Wars Sessions and we will be there. Drop us a voice note or a message to our email and we've told you guys we want that for next week we want your reactions to not just the finale the whole season favorite moments stuff you didn't like send them in we're going to be talking about it we're going to be playing voice messages all next week send them all to our email address which is hello there at StarWarsSessions.co.uk. Uh, we got a Patreon. We've just done a watch along. We got loads of bonus content on there. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. And I just want to give a little cheeky shout out to our Discord server. We mm. have the best Discord server ever. It's a real close knit, welcoming, family friendly like community. It is great fun. If you want to join that, it is free. Just message us and we'll send you the link.
1: Yeah, what he said. It's free to join the Discord. We will vet you to make sure you're not a nutter, but we know none if you are. Uh, If you want to continue to support the show for free, you can do so by listening, like you're doing right now, and by leaving us a five-star rating and review on your podcast provider of choice. By the time I finish this sentence, if you scroll up, hit those five stars on whatever you're listening on, that would mean the world to us. It helps the show grow, it introduces new listeners, and it's another way
0: to hear from more of you each and every week. And please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell your nearest Dave Filoni fanboy, tell your Ewok, (laughs) tell your cousin. The more, the merrier, the castle's spicier.
1: Tell her one more time from me. Tell Shin Hattie that this is the podcast you're looking for. So until next time, from me, see ya. And from
0: Luke, may the Force be with you always.